The tongue reveals a lot about our health, not only our physical health, but our spiritual health as well. Come on in today's episode and let's learn about how the tongue can influence or affect our spiritual health. Are you ready? Let's go. How well is your tongue? Yeah, that's the question today. We're going to do a self-examination. And, you know, based on today's study, you will get a chance to, you know, reflect and examine your own tongue. Now, think about this. When you go to the doctor for a checkup, one of the things that the doctor will ask you to do is to stick out your tongue. You go, ah, you're sticking out your tongue. And the doctor is doing this as a means to begin the examination. According to some things that I've read, medical doctors believe, many of them, that the tongue actually reflects one's overall health and can reveal all of the diseases in the body. Y'all, this little old tongue can reveal a lot about us. In my previous episode, I told you that the words we speak reveal what's in our hearts. And here, medical doctors look at our tongues because they can reveal our overall health and even reveal diseases that are in the body. And so as believers in Christ and those um, who trust God, then if we're going to um, gauge our spiritual health, then we need to begin too with our tongue. And we know that the tongue and the heart work together. All right. They work together. So let's go to James chapter three and verses one through 12. Uh, You know all about this. This is about taming the tongue. If you haven't read this passage before, please do so because James uh, speaks some very powerful and important words to us about our tongues. As a matter of fact, He cautions that many of us should not become teachers. This is in verse number one, um, because we know that those who teach will be judged more strictly. He says, we all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. That's what James says. And he goes on to talk about how people put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey so that they can turn the whole animal. He talks about ships as an example also that Although they are large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. So he says, likewise, the tongue, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. He says, consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and it itself is set on fire by hell, y'all. That's a lot about this tongue. Now get this, he says all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man. 
But verse number eight says, no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Get this. He says, with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Yes, y'all, we do. Yes, we do. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can salt spring produce fresh water. Okay, he has said a lot, y'all. This passage hits every one of us. Every one of us has at some point had a problem with our tongues or we might be, you know, experiencing a problem with it right now and just don't even know it. Um, If we are committing like sins with our tongues, such as lying, that's a problem. You know, we have been told when we were growing up that words could never harm us. That's a lie. Words can do great harm to us and even to others. You know, our words really reveal, I told you what's in our heart. It reveals what we think. Our words kind of determine how we live. They they uh, tell what our positions are, you know, where we are in life. You know, Paul told us that when he was a child, he spoke like a child, but and, and he also reasoned like a child. You can read all about that in 1 Corinthians 13. Um, but when he became a man, you know, he put those those ways aside. Our tongues are important. And there are, you know, a few things that we need to know so that our spiritual growth will not be stunted by the words that we say. First of all, I've already told you this, and I'm going to tell you it again, that we should never underestimate the importance and power of the tongue. The tongue has the power, you know, to measure where we are in life or to gauge us. Remember James 1 26, where he said that if you think you are being religious, but you can't control your tongue, you're only fooling yourself and everything you do is useless. See what, what he's really saying is, um, We look the part, but our actions don't really reveal the part. We are still participating in ungodly language or filthy, filthy language. We're saying uh, bad words. We're using coarse uh, jokes or, or things that don't align with our new life in Christ. Remember what Jesus said? He said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is in our heart is going to come out through our mouths. And Jesus already told us that we're going to have to give an account for every one of these idle words, useless, worthless, unemployed, you know, words that we speak, these careless words um, on the day of judgment. Now, the words that we speak, they're going to measure us. They're going to gauge us. They are important. They have power. And none of us are perfect in what we say. Sometimes we slip up. Sometimes we say the wrong thing. But glory be to God, we can get it right. 
He is always waiting for us to repent. We can be reformed in the words that we speak by being transformed, right? By the renewing of our mind. We talked about that. Okay, so if something is wrong with us, when we go to the doctor, I already told you that when we go to the doctor and we stick our tongue out um, and the doctor looks at our tongue, he can tell, tell whether there's something wrong with us physically. So, you know, people can tell a lot about us spiritually too by our words, the things we speak and how we speak to others. When we speak to others, when we talk, it's the first sign of our spirituality, right? That's the first sign of it is the words that we speak. Hmm. Now, James tells us that one of the first signs too is how we control our tongue. And so sometimes people, you know, they just say what they say and they say, well, I couldn't help it. I said what I said. Y'all know how you can control your tongue. If you have the spirit of the Lord residing within you, living within you, dwelling within you, and you're not quenching or grieving the Holy Spirit, then baby, you got self-control. Uh-huh. That's the fruit of the spirit, self-control. You don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. Now, look, there's something about this tongue too. Like the tongue can guard us. It can guard us. Jane tells us that when we control our tongue, that we are controlling ourselves, our entire being from our head to the soles of our feet. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 12, verse 13. It says, evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk. And so the innocent escape trouble. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. Those who guard their lips preserve their lives, but those who speak rashly will come to ruin. That's Proverbs 13 and 3. I got to give you one more. Proverbs 21 and 23 says, those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. So there is a value in controlling your tongue and allowing the Holy Spirit um, to produce that fruit in you. Don't resist it. You don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. Just because the thought enters doesn't mean it has to escape. You don't have to give people a piece of your mind. (laughs) I know you want to, but you don't have to, right? There is a value and a power in silence. Okay, okay, I'm keep going. The tongue can guide us. James tells us that. He tells us that uh, bits are put into the mouths of horses to make them obey. And it can steer the whole animal, turn the whole animal. The same is so with ships. You know, it has a very small rudder and the pilot uses it to turn the ship or to guide the ship wherever it wants to go. So James is telling us too that likewise, the things that we say can affect the direction of our life and the life of others. So the tongue can guide us whether we're going in a right direction or a wrong direction. If you are headed in a wrong path or it seems like things are always going wrong or not going the way that you 
you hope, then you might need to examine your tongue. You might need to go back and look at the words you are saying. You know, remember, you know, words can guide us and we don't need to underestimate the power and influence of the tongue. Words are more than just, it's a word. No, they have power. It can guard us. It can guide us. It can gauge us, measure us. Now we should never turn the loo- uh, turn our tongues loose. Mm-mm. Y'all done heard this phrase that says loose lips sink ships. Oh yeah, they do. Loose lips will sink ships. (laughs) It will sink friendships. It will sink relationships. So we need to ask ourselves this question. This is an exam question for your self-examination. Do I turn my tongue loose? Do I let it fly free? Do I say whatever I want to say, regardless of how others may think or feel or how it may reflect upon me and my family or how it might be upsetting to the God I serve and it may not reflect positively or accurately uh, who he is? Oh, y'all, that's an exam question we got to ask ourselves. Never turn it loose. We need to recognize the potential impact of our tongue. See, the tongue has the ability to influence many, whether it's good or bad. Now, let's look at what James says in verse 5 and 6. He says that the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body. Look, y'all, the tongue can destroy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, many relationships have been destroyed. The tongue can set the course of one's life on fire and itself is set on fire by hell. hell. That's what James wrote. James wrote that. Even though it's a very small member of the body, it's powerful. It talks big. It boasts and it says great things. Y'all know. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all know people that can talk and brag and boast and they talk uh, so much, right? <laughs> I hope that's not you, but I'm just saying, we all know that. And the tongue has got many of us in trouble. The tongue uh, will get us in trouble if we don't put it in check. Let's look here. Let's see. Um Let's go to what else he says. He says that the tongue has the ability to be destructive. The tongue is like a fire. It's not a fire, but it's like one which can set a forest ablaze. It can consume everything in its path. (laughs) Y'all, these words matter. Just as great forests are destroyed by the careless Uh, toss of a match so our tongues can destroy our lives and the lives of others as well. 
it's important y'all to monitor these words look at this james chapter uh three verse seven he says all kinds of animals birds reptiles and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man but no man can tame the tongue it is a restless evil full of deadly poison look the tongue can devour and the tongue can defile and the tongue can deaden it can kill look at this man has been able to subdue every kind of creature from a parrot to a killer whale but with all of our successes <laughs> and bringing things under control we are still powerless to control our own tongue isn't that terrible? Isn't that something to think about? We control wild beasts by keeping them in cages, by putting them in harnesses. We can, um, but we have a problem with containing our tongues. Even though our tongue is in, in a cage of a sort, right? It is behind the teeth and gums and behind the lips. <laughs> It still can't be contained. It's like it's got the key to get out because <laughs> we do not control our tongues. Listen, James says that the tongue is full of restless evil. It's full of deadly poison. He compares the tongue to poison, y'all. Poison has only one function. And what's that function? It is to kill. Oh my, y'all, we got to be careful. We should never underestimate the harm, the hurt, the hindrance that um, we can bring to the cause of Christ with just one careless word. Remember that these words of ours, if we are not uh, monitoring them, if we just allow our words to run rampant, if we allow the word to be loose, it can destroy, devour, divide, and deaden. It can kill. All right, y'all, this, this is one more thing I want to tell you about the tongue. We need to always listen to what it says, right? Are we listening to what we're saying? That's a question you need to ask yourself. Am I listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, let's go to verses 9 through 12. 9 through 12 again, James says this, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. So what is James saying here? James is saying that we need to always listen to what the, the, the tongue is saying. We should never... Um, well, well, let me say it right. James is saying that our tongue should never be used to come into church and sing praises to God tonight, Sunday morning, uh, today, uh, whatever your Bible uh, study time is. And then when you leave that gathering or that setting, you leave and you gossip and you devour others uh, later in the day or the next. He's saying that our tongue should not be dual in nature. We shouldn't be talking with a forked tongue, right? We've got to uh, release 
positive influence of our tongues. We've got to educate others. We've got to exalt the creator. We've got to edify the church. We've got to build up the body in the faith with what we say. We shouldn't let our tongue be a wrecking crew that tears down, but we need to have tongues that build up right? We need to have tongues that construct and build. We got to listen to what we're saying. Is what we're saying edifying the body or is it destroying the body? Is it uplifting Christ or is it bringing him down? Is it causing men to seek after Christ or is it causing people to go away from Christ? Y'all, we got to do a self-examination of our tongues. We've got to ask ourselves, you know, these questions. Like, what, what can we ask ourselves? We need to ask ourselves, do I underestimate the power of my tongue? Do I underestimate the power of my words? You know, then we need to ask ourselves, Am I turning my tongue a loose? Am, am, I, am I allowing my tongue to run wild? Am I allowing my tongue to say whatever, whenever it wants to say? And then am I listening to what I am saying? Am I part of the committee that tears down? Or am I part of the committee that builds up? Y'all... We have got to ask the Lord to set a guard over our mouth and to keep watch over the door of our lips. The Lord has given us the power to control our tongues, but we have to allow the Holy Spirit to do his work. Father, we thank you for your word. Help us as we do this self-examination to be honest, Father, before you, because you already know the truth. Then help us, Father, to get into the right alignment so that we can speak authentically, so that we can speak truthfully from our hearts, your words that we have put there, because your word is near us. It's in our mouth and it's in our hearts. Oh, Father, bless these, your people. This is my prayer. All right, y'all, this is your daily dose. Don't forget, a daily dose of God's word is good for the soul. Be blessed.